Hey, good evening, Patriots. And it's still Thursday, January 13th, 2022. Good thing. Sometimes. Could be nice to, like, time travel, like, out of this place. Like, I'm done. Wasn't in my contract to be part of this on Earth. But I guess it was in the in the fine print. I must have missed it. Like, you're here for this time. Thank you. Appreciate that one very much. You are going to get to be part of the insane Asylum. That's right. I'm sending you there to help sort out the mess. Thank you, God. That's awesome. Looking forward to this mess, and it's a big one. Hey, Patriots, uh, before we begin tonight, mypillow.com forward slash Bards is our homepage for Bards Nation. Check it out. Head on over there. Support one of the great companies in America. Use your promo code Bards, B-A-R-D-S, for all sorts of great savings across the MyPillow site, the MySpace, or the Mice, <laughs> MySpace, that's done, uh, the uh, MyStore site, and the Frank Speech site. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. Go to MyPillow.com forward slash BARDS. That's the BARDS Nation homepage, and kick it. Also, TheFoundersBible.com, TheFoundersBible.com. That is a place for what I consider to be the Bible of our time, an NASB 1995 edition, a beautiful edition, in fact, with our founding documents, founding father's documents integrated within. It's a balance of God's word and an amazing historical lesson in how Scripture was a living language for our founding fathers. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, B-A-R-D-S, in the coupon section to check out and save 20%. And finally, Expedition Coffee. I just noticed somebody on our board tonight just said they just got their Expedition Coffee. It's awesome. It's great to hear. Thank you all so much. That's the Bard's Nation Coffee, like the coffee for warriors. Boosts your immune system, gets you mentally focused, gets you that sustained energy for the whole day. So Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. While you're there, check out the other great products for your health. And if you have more questions on those, tune into a previous episode or read the little fine print there. But tonight, we've got a show to do, so let's get on with it. All right, Patriots, so here it is. I want to read this passage first tonight because I think it's going to set the stage for the crazy stuff we're going to talk about. All right, so Ezekiel 3, 17, 21, Son of man, I have appointed you a watchman to the house of Israel who, whenever you hear a word from my mouth, warn them from me. When I say to the wicked, you will surely die, and you do not warn him or speak out to warn the wicked from his wicked way that he may die, or he may live, I guess it says, excuse me, that that wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I will require on your hand. Yet if you have warned the wicked and he does not turn from his wickedness, or from his wicked way, he shall die in his iniquity, but you will you have delivered yourself again. When a righteous man turns away from his righteousness and commits iniquity, and I place an obstacle before him, he will die. Since you have not warned him, he shall die in his sin, and his righteous deeds which he has done shall not be remembered. But his blood I will require on your hand. However, if you have warned the righteous man that the righteous should not sin and he does not sin, he shall surely live because he took warning and you have delivered yourself. Ezekiel 3, 17, 21. Now, I'm setting this up because 
I've been and will continue to be hard on anybody in the leadership realm that is deviating from the path of God and is walking into a place of sin and ignoring their responsibilities of leadership of this nation. And that puts Trump right in the crosshairs along with anybody else. And I make no apologies for it. And I'm sorry if it makes people feel uncomfortable, but we cannot be obedient to Christ and our walk with God if we are not going to be truthful to ourselves. And if you don't like it, then I guess this isn't the place for you. It's pretty simple. So we have an obligation to make truth our walk. And I'll tell you, and I will be honest with this, one thing I do know about Trump, we may not agree on what he did, but he doesn't, he doesn't tolerate yes men. So if you're one of those defending him, I can almost guarantee you he'd kick you out of his office. And that's his reputation. He can't stand people that just bow down to him either. So it's a double win all the way around. You tell him he's wrong, you win. And you also do the job of the watchman. You tell him, you excuse him and make up stories, he's going to look at you and go, uh, yeah, whatever, Amorosa, nice try. Not going to work. So I want to kind of give you some more updates on the craziness of what's going on in our world right now. I want to play a couple of... Um, TikTok videos. Listen to this one first. This is this gets crazier every day. Listen to this one. Bruh. Two jurors from the Ghislaine Maxwell trial have recently talked to the media. A juror named Scotty David told Reuters that he was a victim of sexual abuse when he was a child. And another anonymous juror told the New York Times that they were also a victim of sexual abuse earlier in their life. Apparently, this is information that they withheld during jury selection. Elaine Maxwell's defense team is calling for a mistrial, and they might get it. Judge Allison Nathan is debating right now whether or not to retry Ghislaine Maxwell. Let's see what happens. Stay tuned. There you go. We'll see what happens is right. Stay tuned. That's part of the crazy. Here's another great account. By the way, this next account I would highly recommend you follow. Um, she is, let me get the name for you. She is known as Ivy, I-V-E-Y, Family Farms, I-V-E-Y, Ivy Family Farms. She has been doing amazing digs on this whole thing of the Ghislaine Maxwell trial, the Prince Andrew trial, all this other stuff. Uh, check out this little bit of crazy right here. And she does a good job with everything she's presenting. want to make sure we play this. Here we go. Hey y'all, so in a 43-page carefully crafted response that I'll post in the comments, Judge Kaplan has decided to allow Virginia Roberts Dufresne's civil case against Prince Andrew to move forward. But that's not what I want to talk about. Nope. It seems like every article that I've read today about Kaplan's decision is discussing how the royal family's reputation is going to take a hit. Can I be clear about something? A child was raped. A child was sex trafficked. The royal family has a history of violence, racism, privilege, 
theft and colonization. Their reputation already sucks among all of us who have to actually work for a living. So to all of you amazing content creators out there, please help me tell the real story surrounding this case. Did you know that over 40 million people are trafficked worldwide and 25% of them are children? And sex trafficking is the fastest growing sector of this $150 billion human trafficking industry? So who gives a shit about the royal family? Let's shine the light where it belongs. And there you go. Who does care? Because I don't. Royal family can go eat worms as far as I'm concerned. That's all good. But we do care about the children and we care about our elderly. And that's kind of central to all of this. Look, the, the thing that we're really, I think it's going to be increasing is there's going to be these increasing stories to try to throw everybody off base. Now, I want to give you another one today that has been surfacing and it, it's been popping all around the Patriot movement. And I'm just literally doing the eye roll on this one going like, you have got to be kidding me. And this one is warfare exercise coming two dozen North County, North Carolina counties, U.S. Army. The Army says it's an annual non-conventional exercise with troops across rural portion of North Carolina. Yeah, okay. All right, let me, let me first of all tell you where that story originated. It originated in the Daily Mail. Uh-huh, the Daily Mail. The same Daily Mail that's the mouthpiece for British intelligence. The same Daily Mail that just published this. Wearing a face mask makes you more attractive to the opposite st sex, study says. Uh-huh. So let me tell you a little bit about this report because it is important to appreciate. The participants are the U.S. Army Special, Ken, the U.S. Army John F. Kennedy Special Warfare Center, a school at Fort Bragg, and it's known as Robin Sage. Okay, this entire story was fabricated to spin up patriots, which they're doing a great job at, by the way. Thanks for being stupid and following the headlines and not paying attention to what's real. This is unbelievable. All right, let me tell you a little bit about what they're telling you about, that they're trying to make it sound a conspiracy, which obviously they're worried about something. And what I assume that they're worried about is the fact of what special forces represent. And we'll get to that in just a second. The John F. Kennedy Special Warfare Center, every single year, and it is a new class every year, goes through a training in what they call Pine Village. And it's the end of their, it's the culmination exercise after they've gone through almost months and months of rigorous training in unconventional warfare. And what actually happens here is they send in a, a team goes in and they go through the process of creating a militia to topple a government. That's the scenario. It happens every single year. It has happened every single year for as long as I know. And I think it goes back to the origins of John F. Kennedy training special Fort warfare training center, which by the way, I have helped and assisted with. I was invited down to do some of my own work to support the teams. So what happens is they get volunteers from all over the counties in North, North Carolina. And it is a big deal. They love supporting America's best and they get in there and they have built a village on, on Fort Bragg called pine village. And they go in and they do engagements and they go through the whole process of what it would be like to simulate starting a guerrilla army to topple a government. Isn't that amazing? And now this is headlines to try to smear special forces. 
Uh, the Daily Mail's headline read this. The same Daily Mail that just told you that masks were sexy. The same Daily Mail that the British intelligence uses to smear and create all sorts of problems. The same Daily Mail that's tied to the cover-up of the UK and the royal family's rape of children. Getting the picture now? This Daily Mail's head, headline was this. A civil war rehearsal, it says, in question mark. U.S. Army will conduct a two-week guerrilla war training exercise in North Carolina to teach special forces how to overthrow an illegitimate government just weeks after DOJ announced new domestic terrorism unit. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, somebody's panicking is probably a pretty good reason for it. Let me give you another little bit to give you a little bit of smile on your face tonight. Special Forces happen to be, happens to be the group in the military that have resisted the injection more than any other special operations team. And I think we just read something that somebody's a little panicked about. Do you understand the history of Afghanistan? That when we went into Afghanistan after 9-11, that it was about 435 people that toppled an entire nation? There was a handful of CIA operatives that were on the ground, and the rest of the people that did the deed to topple the entire nation was 5th Special Forces Group. That's it. About 400 guys toppled an entire nation. Are you getting the picture? This is the same group that the media smeared, and I'm going to beat on Alex Jones on this one because he lost his mind incorrectly when they did Jade Helm. Jade Helm, I was with Special Forces when they were doing Jade Helm, and they were looking at me going, what the hell is wrong with our nation thinking we're trying to take their guns? Do they not understand that we'll be the first line of defense when they do take their guns or try? That's the truth. So you're getting played like you've been getting played by Project Veritas, like you're getting played by all these narrow-minded Q-nuts that are out here. Don't follow stupid. Dig, understand that there are some really good people in this country and there's a whole bunch of really stupid media out here that wants to make you hate everything. So, so, patriots, our special forces are in good hands. They're great people. They're great men and women of this country. I've had the absolute honor of working with them and supporting their missions in different capacities. And you needn't worry because if they are trying to do an, a topple an illegitimate government, Guess what, Biden? You're it, and they're coming for you if they get the choice, because I guarantee you they hate you. That I know. So there you go. Then we'll start with that, and then we'll continue moving along. So this is all the problem we're having, is there's too much of this nonsense and noise, and too many people are so fixated on one narrow path. One of them is the idolatry of Trump, and the other is this trying trying to look at these headlines and not knowing the backstory. And we have to spend time have to spend time to look at what's happening. And the way I think that we can do this is to look literally at what God, in my opinion, is doing. And I think it's right here in Matthew 10, 32 to 36. Therefore, everyone who confesses me before men, I will also confess him before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before me I will also deny him before my Father who is in heaven. Do not think that I came to do to bring peace on the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I came to set man against his father and a daughter against her mother and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law and a man's enemies will be members of his household. 
We have seen this division happen through this entire process. God has levied a sword against our nation. And it's a sword that has now forced us to make a choice. Are we going to make a choice with God and walk with Christ? Or are we going to make a choice to walk with government and the obedience to the promises of, pharma- of pharmaceuticals and other crazy stuff? It's literally that simple. And as we are walking this path, it is getting more and more defined. People aren't comfortable with it. They don't like to have to shake up their perceptions of truth. But truth isn't supposed to be comfortable. Truth is supposed to be truth. And we weren't asked to get comfortable. And we were especially not asked to put rose-colored glasses over ourselves and try to shape a truth that is convenient for us. We need to be opening our heart up and listening closely to the wisdom and the truth that God sets before us. And with all of this trials that we're going through right now, if we're adhering to that relationship with Christ, confessing me before me before men, he says, then we are walking in that path of strength and we're walking in that path fortified on the rock of, of our faith and our relationship with Father. It's not an easy path at all. And I'll tell you what, it's not an easy path sitting here is going, oh, by the way, you know, let me tell you some details I put together that don't shed good light on Trump. But it's not a point of worshiping a man. And it's not a point of worshiping an institution. I have been as hard as anybody on the military. And you know that if you've listened to me. I cannot stand weakness in, in the ranks of the military when people kowtow to taking the vax. And then I have literally <clears throat> had good friends I have literally had some friends that have done this, and it's, it's been impossible to carry the friendship forward. You can't insist and force something on other people simply because you're being obedient. The one thing that makes special forces, to go to that story again, so unique is they are the one unit in the military that is forced to think outside the box. They force them to break the rules. They force them to think unconventionally. They don't teach them to be obedient. This is why special forces is so disliked by so many in the political and power spheres. They are a true American fighting force. So it's not surprising that when you have an illegal administration that's in part propped up by the British intelligence, that the British intelligence mouthpiece Daily Mail runs a hit piece on them to try to gin up patriots. And then suddenly, as it trickles into the patriot side, patriots start jumping on it and spreading the word like Jade Helm. Look out, they're here to take you. And I'm shaking my head. I'm going, you really are that lost. You can't discern from your own what's the problem. So let me ask this. If you can't discern good from friend from foe within our own ranks, how in the heck would anybody be able to, to know Christ if he walked amongst us? I've said this many times. We are so focused on our own stuff. And we are so separated from that deep relationship, intimate relationship with Christ. I think that most would be blinded and not see Christ before them if he was there. And it's a question and a challenge we should put to ourselves every single day. Because if we're truly going to understand what that means to be able to see see the Son of Man, to recognize, I'm sorry, the Son of God. Boy, it was a big mistake. 
recognize and see the Son of God amongst us. What does that mean? What does that require of us? And it begins with confessing me before men. That relationship sets us. That relationship sets us on a true path. And it separates us from the noise and the nonsense that's out here. It means we set our egos aside. It means we open our eyes and we dig and we let things take us where truth is and we rely in a deeper trust in God to show us what needs to be there. And we're not always going to be right, but we're going to be a lot more right than wrong. And the one thing we're going to step aside and put aside is our idolatries, which blind us so deeply. This game that we're in right now, their next phase of this fight is brutal because they are offering up their sacrificial lambs. One of them is Fochi. It's coming. They're going to offer that up as their, their sacrifice to accomplish their goals. Fochi's days are numbered, and in the end, he'll probably die of some miserable death. It will be by their hand, not by ours, and it will be some form of sacrifice to their dark lord Baal, Moloch, Baphomet, Lucifer, whatever their, whatever their flavor of the day is. And it's all to perpetuate the lie so that people will see the lie as truth and miss the deeper parts of what's actually happening. Just like we talked about on the previous show, this is not just this fight for the vax is a important fight, but it's being watered down to a choice. There is no choice when somebody's putting a gun to their head. But what they're wanting to do is mediate truth, moderate truth, and keep people away from the real truth. The real truth is the objective, transhumanism and the fourth industrial revolution, which allows them to continue with their work unabated to create hybridized species, hybridized crops, hybridized everything. Their whole idea is to create this world that is a blend between their technology, which is a binary, one zero, with God's perfection. They are defiling everything that they can that God has created. Think about the digital world and where they want to go. Everything in the digital world works on a one and a zero. You can hear all day long about the new quantum system or this or that. It's not here. It's not even close. And the only difference between ultimately between quantum is that it has a one, a zero, and it has a negative one. So they're still between ones and zeros. So when you think about God's perfection in this world, everything around you, a tree, a plant, a rock, you, your temple, everything that they're doing is reducing that to a digit, one or zero, in one capacity or another. That's exactly what digital photography is, is in a simple sense. Everything is assigned a one or a zero, and it's only a certain range of palettes of color. From a, the higher the resolution, it's harder to discern exactly what the true depth that we're missing, but the essence of what the real picture is, is being reduced all down to a one and a zero. We're looking at digits, one and zeros. That's it. And that's what they want to do with every single thing in God's world. They want the coffee bean to be reduced to a one and a zero, which traffics the coffee bean from the moment it's picked all the way to the time it delivers to your cup. They want to be able to track that one picking of cotton that goes from the cotton all the way to the shirt. 
and they want to be able to add all their additional adjuncts in there like nanofibers and they want to add digital some sort of biometric tracking, which is a DNA tag that goes into an organic a GMO product. So that right from the start, they have modified the perfection of God's creation. They've integrated it into their digital system. And every single thing is a one and a zero at the end of the day. God does not work in ones and zeros, but that that's what they want. Everything that they've provided for us is black and white, good, evil, choice, Republican, Democrat. Everything is a, is a duality. But God doesn't work in just simple dualities. His world is immense. It's infinite. And it's there that we find the great glory of our relationship in Christ. Our relationship in Christ isn't yes or no or I love you, I hate you. That is, that's their world. The relationship with Christ and the relationship we have with the Father is nuanced. It's the instruction. It's the wisdom. It's the patience. It's the grace. It's the temperance. It's the infinite love. How can you measure love in a one and a zero? The answer is you can't, but that's what they're reducing the world to be. And even more so is this unbelievable trap that they're setting for humanity. And many will take it. And it's meta. See, we're in a, an amazing place and I'm absolutely convinced of what I'm going to tell you. This is not going to, you're going to find this directly in scripture. I'm just going to tell you what I believe which always means when I say that as a preface, don't hammer me about scripture on it. And secondly, take it or leave it. But this is what I believe. We are, and I've mentioned this before, we are born and I truly believe with a quantum soul. That gives us a range of infinite. God created us in his image and God is not limited by ones and zeros. He's given us an infinite potential that's within us. And in that infinite potential, we can, as Christ said, move a mountain from here to there. We can heal. We can create greater things than he. It is scripturally based right there. But it takes a deep relationship, a letting go of where we were in a deep way, and it takes a patience and a constant pursuit of love and an intimacy with Christ to even approach that. But it's offered and we know it's there. But in an impatient society, a society driven by fast food, quick drive through McDonald's burgers and everything else, people have lost the discipline and the patience and the grace to work with a process that God would give us. They want it now. So what does Meta offer us? What Meta offers is the ability to work within a world where you can transform it, you can do anything you want, you can heal. You can be, have superpowers. You can walk through walls. You can have lasers shoot from your eyes. You can gain weight, lose weight. You can be a super athlete. You can be anything you want in meta, except one little problem. It's not real. It's an avatar. It's something other than you. And the more that you live into that, that fantasy becomes a reality in your head. And it is a trap that takes you farther and farther and farther away from your relationship with Father and the deep relationship of everything that is offered to us. Our inheritance, our birthright, our blood is of him. And with that is ultimate perfection. But before us sits an unbelievable choice. It's a choice of life or death. I choose life. I walk with Christ. I will walk in that path no matter where it takes me, no matter what it takes me. But people don't want to deal with that struggle. They want it easy. 
And so what's offered? Take a Vax, transform and use only digital money, and be part of this new fantastic technological world where anything is possible, where we blend reality with an augmented reality, all these nice little words, and you can experience something greater and beyond anything you've ever imagined. You can experience the worlds in a new way. Interesting. Except it's all fake. And that's literally Satan's lair. And that's where it pulls people in deeper and deeper. There's a reason that gaming is so addictive. Besides the neurochemical process, which is extreme, between adrenaline, dopamine, addictions that happen with gamers... There's also this whole concept of living within a different space of a world that becomes so real they can't separate the world from the world we're in. That world, in fact, becomes more interesting because of the dynamics of the, neuro, of the brain chemistry that it creates, that there's a preference to live within the gaming world than there is in the real world. That's going to be meta. And once in there, people are not going to leave. And so God has levied a sword. On the world. He hasn't brought peace. He's brought a sword. A sword to separate out those who walk in true belief and love and pursuit of love of him and those that are choosing not to. And I truly believe that that time of separation is getting more extreme and I believe that those doors will shut that only he can shut and only he can open will be doors presented to us. I do believe that. I don't know what that looks like but they're already beginning to happen. And the thing is that when you're given a path, as was in Ezekiel 3.17.21, when you're given a path and a responsibility to be a watcher on the wall, it is important to speak the truth, not to speak the truth in the colors that you want it to be. Stories are literally what define us. They define us in amazing ways in greater ways than we can imagine because stories are a principle of how they shape our realities and they affect other people's realities. So if your stories are based on a bias, an ego, an arrogance, a lie, you're going to be accountable for that as much as anything. God has asked us to walk with him, be part of him, to join him to pursue his love. And like any father, he wants to give us all that he can and guide us and help us mature. And as he does that, there is a reliance and expectation and impossibility for him to speak anything other than truth. And he would ask us of the same. But the the glory of this relationship we have with father is we are imperfect. And so I truly believe that part of what Father truly enjoys is the experience of living and working with us in this real world, having that intimate relationship like a father, son, son, a daughter, father. That sort of intimacy allows him to experience the world in no other in a way that is unimaginable because we are imperfect and yet he loves us so perfectly. But if we choose to walk away from him and, and walk into another space that leaves him behind, we're going to walk on our own. You're going to wander in the desert. The sword has been levied against the earth. And that sword has separated us. And as hard as it is for us to watch family members, friends, people walk away 
choose a path of arrogance, choose a path of blindness, choose a path of, of fear, anxiety, anger, hatred, whatever that is. That path is a path that while we can try to pray for them and bring them over, it's a path that they're choosing. But we still have the obligation of the watcher on the wall to warn them, to tell them, and committed to telling them what's happening. I take that role very seriously in everything I do in my life. I hope you do the same. Because that's where, no matter how frustrating it may seem at times of speaking the truth or how much of a dead end you may hit, or if people don't like it or condemn you for it, at least from your heart in the relationship with that love and passion that you have in Christ and Christ to the Father, you're walking in as truthful of a place as you can, speaking a truth of hoping to wake them up because the intent is to bring them back to Christ. When we keep that as a singular goal, no matter what we speak, has that intent of building, bringing people closer to our relationship with Christ. That's a noble walk in life. There's no question that that's of the highest order, in my opinion. And it keeps us out of these ridiculous phrase. It keeps you out of the political debates of nonsense. It keeps you out of the delusions of trying to prop up one idol over another. It's just simply about truth. When we're worshiping a thing, a person, that idolatry is blinding. And the idolatries take on many forms. And it is our job, it is our duty as the watchers to speak that truth. We have to speak truth to let them know. And we're not doing it to hurt, we're not doing it to condemn, but we're doing it to show a way of seeing the world that's important. And we're not perfect, like I said, we don't have all the answers. But as long as our center point is always the pursuit of Christ, then God's going to guide those words in a beautiful way. Because our intent is pure. So again, Matthew ten thirty two to 36. Therefore, everyone who confesses me before men, I will also confess him before Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, I will also deny him before my Father who is in heaven. Do not think that I came to bring peace on the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I came to set man against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and a man's enemies will be the members of his household. A brutal and harsh truth, but one that we have to keep in mind. That in the end, the only true walk is the walk centered on the confessing of me before men, as Christ says. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in this time when there is so much chaos, and in these days when there is so much upheaval, we just pray for that relationship of clarity that comes only through our intimacy with Christ, our Savior, and to you, Father. Guide us in these times to give us the eyes to see and to discern clearly on the paths ahead. Bless us with the wisdom that allows us to separate that from deception and emotional miscontent and ill intentions towards us with the true path that we need to follow 
to be the light on the hill and the salt of the earth. These are challenging times, Father. They are times where so much is being turned on its head for the purposes of of illicit gain by a few. And out here in this desert and this sea are wandering many, trying to prove a certain way, letting ego stand before them, obsessing over idols. Lord, we pray for only one to be worshipped, and that's you. And that all idols be cast aside and all spells of, of blindness be cast aside. And that the true light and the true vision of what you ask of your children be made clear. That hearts be opened. And that love and passion filled only by that relationship and intimate relationship with Christ well up in the hearts to bring them to their knees and to worship you. And Lord, we all sit here tonight humbled before you. We ask for forgiveness and repentance for our nation that has done so many ills. We ask for the forgiveness and and repentance of the neglect we've given to our seniors and to our children. And Lord, we just ask that we can heal this land. And we heal this land with you on the throne and Christ before us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. challenging time, but a beautiful time because it's choices, choices that we can make. Philippians 1.21, for to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. Simple and beautiful. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent, always press into the fight. This is truly a wonderful time to be alive. Our prayers are a rock. They're our connection with God. They're our bridge to the greatness we have between one another. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. All we have to do is trust, and trust in a way that we perhaps never have trusted before, intimate, intimate way. Just pursue that love. God, the beautiful thing is God has this. But it's also incredible that we're here in this place, in this time, for such a time as this. Which tells me in my heart that he has absolute trust in us to accomplish a beautiful mission and to have victory over this world and this enemy. I'll see you tomorrow night for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time. God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now. All this time we had to prove that we could stand here too All the nights been pushing through, fight for all we had to lose Reaching out for something to pull us up to the level ground Oh I can see it now, I can see it now Get it.
it's down over the hill where the lost got found. Reaching through somehow. Oh, you're an island when the world is too loud. When the seasons change, I know the space between us will stay the same. Resting on this faith, when your soul answers calls far away. Thank、you.